Ladies, gentlemen, and all sports fans of Calgary, welcome to your morning show. Sports, life, food, and everything else. This train rarely comes off the rails. We've got big guests, the best insiders, and all the breaking news you need. Boomer in the morning starts now. Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Okay. Okay. I just always like to leave a little pause there for people listening. It's like, okay, so who's who's oh, on? Oh, oh, they do. Oh, are they doing a show today? Those lazy pricks yeah, coming that's in. That's right. Are they actually going to do is a that show today? Fat guy and the mouthy prick. Are they? Maybe in? if I do a show as well, and then another day oh, off. Vacationers. Yes, we're here. It is April the eighteenth. Damn boy. Damn boy, indeed. It was just March. What happened? Uh, I'm okay with it. If this part of the sked wants to fly by, we're two weeks away from some primo hockey, Dean. Seven Calgary Flame game nights remain. Uh, Seven helmets to put on. Seven more helmets. In fact, get your helmet on. It's a game day. Flames are in Chicago to play the, the the Blarkhawks. Blarkarks. Uh Turns out, not a great year for the old Blarkarks. It's been a long time since they've had a good year, Dean. Yeah. Aside from, you know, selling at the deadline and then beating Edmonton in the play-in round, they haven't really won playoff games for ages. And that was just the play-in round. That wasn't mm-hmm. even round one. No, they're uh, third from the uh, the basement in the Western Conference. Sixth worst in the whole league, Dean. Yeah, they're, they're down there. So the team's worse than them, probably the Arizonas. You got an Arizona in there. You got the uh, probably the Montreals. You got a Montreal in you there. Got a Seattle. Yeah. Maybe a Buffalo, New Jersey. No, Buffalo's no. in a heater, though. New no. Jersey people alone. Uh, Philadelphia, don't forget Philly. about the Philadelphias. Oh, God, are they bad. Yeah. Oof. And, and a New Jersey. Jersey. Yeah. 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 Mm. Now, I know you're big on uh, points percentage. I am, Dean. If you're not sorting by points percentage, how do you know what's really happening? Games I'm not, played are not uh, even, Dean. I'm not going to bother in terms of where the uh, the Blark Arts are. As, uh, I just told as... you they're six from the bottom. Oh, that was I thought. I, I mean, obviously it. that's how I'm looking. Didn't know. Check the points. So the right. points percentage, everything matches. We're good. Yeah. So that's the uh, one win in their last ten games. Oh dear. Yeah. Not bad, eh? Yeah. 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 It's not been great. Well, they, they miss Mark Andre Fleury. Not the same. Uh, yeah, they they miss a lot of guys. They miss a young Brent Seabrook. They miss a young Nicholas Chalmerson. They miss a young Corey Crawford. They miss. Uh, it's been a while since well, they've sure, been a real yeah. good team, but that's what happens when you, you know, win three cups in five years or six years, whatever it was. Not to be deterred, Patrick Kane not pouting. Eighty-eight points in seventy-one games, twelfth overall in league scoring. Out of boy, Patty Kane. And you wonder, Me? is this? Uh, is this the last time the Flames will see Patrick Kane in a Chicago Blackhawk uniform? Could this be it for Patty Kane in Chicago? It's a time of change. You know what I think? Yeah, that's right. But it's, uh, we got all morning to get into uh, this game tonight. Thank you. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. 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 Well done. Well, this is the tarmac game. This is this is these are the last two postponed games that have been rescheduled. Shouldn't even be playing these games. 
give them W's and let's move on. Split them, sure, whatever. Just let's get them moving them on. You want to split? Well, who, sure. Who gets the win, Chicago or Nashville? I don't care. Let's move that magic number to two and move along. Save the wear and tear on some folks. The point Ryan is referring to is that you go back to December and the Calgary Flames played Boston on a Saturday night. They were poised to uh, take a flight to Chicago on Sunday. There were a lot of guys not feeling very well. Got a bit of a tickle. I'm like, ooh. Kinda, that's a hot boy. Kind of achy. I sweat through the bed last kinda, night, Dean. Clammy. Clammy hands. <laughs> Maybe we should take one of them. Uh, one of them. Ta- oh, <laughs> what's the two? I got two lines. Is that good? Well, that's bad. Double play? No. Um, mm-hmm. My, because my this test thing, it, it, either I'm pregnant or I've got COVID. I don't know which one it is. Both are bad. <laughs> what do you so, mean both are bad? So they had some guys uh, were pre- be some lovely fathers. No, on no. That. Some guys were pregnant. Some of them had COVID. Either way, they weren't <laughs> flying to Chicago. They're like, no, we cannot go. You are with child. Oh my goodness. The doctor <laughs> said you're 38 weeks. You can't fly. You're in your third <laughs> trimester. How did you not notice this? You can't fly. You didn't notice. Come on, guys. I know we're all trying to Pay be polite. Attention. Well, that's, you know, though, that's smart. It's guy code. You never ask, hey, so uh, I got congratulations having a baby. No, no, I'm not pregnant. Oh, awkward. Toughing through it. Playing through uh, all kinds of ailments. So anyway, they canceled Chicago. They canceled the, the game in Nashville, among others. And Bettman said, you know what we're going to do, though? We're going to make them up later on in the year. Tonight, tomorrow is when they're going to do so. Hmm. So I guess were they set to have a four-day break otherwise? I mean, they moved shed. a lot of stuff, so oh. I don't know what else they may have moved from here somewhere else, or if it was indeed going to be a nice old break oh, two weeks before the playoffs start, which would be lovely. Yeah. So they'll play this evening. Six o'clock start. Hey! Warming things up. I don't up. mind that. Is Steinberg back? From, I believe he is. From his... Uh, he was gallivanting in Vancouver. His LSD getaway in Vancouver? No, I think it was a family wedding. Oh. And congrats to all the, the Pat Steinberg family. All those Steinbergs. Yeah. Yeah. Good on you. So uh, maybe he'll be back or not. Somebody's going to warm you up at five. We'll it's drop be the Pat, puck yeah. at, uh, at about six. There's no way you can keep Pat away for two games in a row. That's, That's true. contractually casted. He's at a wedding and sending out tweets about magic numbers. Pat, go get drunk for sakes i think he was because he probably i think he sent one and then deleted it and resent it but yeah you get the point like you should probably oh, just leave man. that alone I, I, to me the magic number i died uh, any combination of losses from edmonton and victories from calgary just let maddie do it he loves that hey he loves a magic number it's kind of his little thing no one else can do the magic number like patty well, I guess if you're going to have something, it may as well. Tonight, it's the Falcons and the Buccaneers. No. Mm, that's for a while away. Things are getting a little drunk right now. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that was him. That was Tweet him. magic numbers. Just But I think that is bunk, and I think that is such chicken bleep. Ooh, easy. Whoa, now. Yeah, I know. Did he get suspended for that one? Chicken bleep. Not yet, I mean. Yeah. CRTC, right paperwork, bureaucracy. What did we see on uh, Saturday night, exactly? Ah, what? who? Well, that guy that wouldn't let me into the club. <laughs> yeah, don't, 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 uh, <laughs> hang on. We'll, no, we'll um, save that. Um, the, like, one of the worst periods of the season from the Calgary Flames, followed by an absolute... Slaughtering? I don't know. Like, that was 
The Flames. They only done... played 40 minutes, and they, they outscored the other team 9 nothing in those 40 minutes. Are you kidding me? Uh, and and a, a lot of credit does go to the opposition. Yeah, and specifically to uh, their goaltending. Uh, Harry, Harry Sateri, I can see why the Leafs were crushed not to get him. Yeah. The uh, <laughs> really... Uh, Obviously, goaltending's an issue for them. Mm-hmm. And they used one guy twice, so I'm sure they're going to say the same <laughs> he's thing. Oh, he's beautiful. I mean, obviously, uh, yeah. Harry Sateri in the first period had made 15 stops, poised for maybe a big road shutout. Oh, he's on pace for one, yeah, Dean. And then allowed four on the first four shots he faced in the second. Four for four. Two minutes and 33 seconds worth. Yarded. Have a seat, son. And then it got uh, it got worse, so they decided, you know what, just go back in, whatever. Because you know what, Terrell Vamelka um, needed the night off. I don't know. Carmel Ventimoka is probably going to play in a couple later. But it's it okay. I hope Carmel wasn't hurt there. Well, it was one of those things where you watch how they played that first period. It's not for thirty seconds in, and they score. How did the how did the big Nick Ritchie get in behind hand? What happened? I don't know. Okay, and boy, well. that's a really good pass. And like, there's only a couple inches that his sticks outstretched further than Hannafin's. Like, ooh, that's pretty. Like, right, but then also they were turning it over all the whole t- first period, as yes. you were noting when we were watching. Like, well, there's a there's one, Another and channel. there's one, oh, and well, that's it away. not your no, that's not your Give guy. Away, no. And then all of a sudden, you're thinking after one, well, they were really oh, no good for two of the three against the Seattle Kraken. And then they got blown out by Vegas for the mm-hmm. most part. What's going on on this homestand? And then they were maybe no they do need to the... get back on the road, or or get their shirt together. Yeah, because uh, three, six, seven periods of uh, of hockey there over the course of the week, they salvaged the the third against Seattle for the exciting Johnny gets a hundred third period night. Everybody's was pumped. Johnny Hundo. Yeah, not so pumped Thursday in a six one loss, but then. They they turned things around. Now, again, like you say, credit to the Coyotes for their part in the 9-1 victory. Mm. It was uh, the 9-1 loss well-deserved, as it turned out. Yeah. Dylan Dubé scores twice. Good. What Kachuk a, twice. What a lovely run for Dylan Dubé. It has been. You think about what that would have felt like to, you know, jettisoned up to the press box after some meh play and really wondering what his – role was going to be for this coach on this team in a season that looked like, hey, they could be playing deep into the spring. Like, is he a spare now? And got, then, the con- got got his contract. Need need you. Need you. Allocating some cap to you now. Yeah. And then since then, I think he's probably been one of their best five or six forwards. Yeah, I suppose so. And, and like versus expectations, maybe their best, given that he was coming out of the rafters. Who has been better than expected than him since then? He's been great. And we talked about it. He had a decent little run, not a point per game, a little less, but felt like he was getting stonewalled and hitting posts and missing nets. And, you know, guys were missing backdoor tappings. He was creating chances all the time. Good yeah. for him. He's feeling it. He's a guy that's feeling it. Now, again, the first goal probably should be stopped. But, hey, don't blame Dylan Dubé for for Harry Sateri being in the nets. Yeah, and when, when Johnny shoots from the goal line and it goes in and we give him credit, he... Don't don't take credit away from Dubé. That's not his fault. It's not your fault, Dylan. Dylan, it's not your fault. I'm not sure whose fault it is. Probably Arizona's goaltending. Maybe the GM is it the Arizona GM's fault? I don't know that it's. No, he's trying to be bad. He's doing a great job. It's not Andre Tournier's fault. No, the the Coyotes are trying to be awful. Like, raise your hands. 
celebrate. How do you think it feels when you're sitting on the bench Oof. in the third period, four or five minutes in, and the crowd, you're on the road, the crowd is chanting, we want 10. <laughs> and they're two away from 10. But you and can it's feel midway like through the third. there's a midway. really good chance that this is going to happen, despite the fact that they're two goals away from being at 10. A long year for Arizona. Yeah. Get me home to my infinity pool and and the heat. And you were smiling the whole time thinking, is this the last time I get to set my eyes on Phil the Thrill Castle? I was. Yeah. yeah. I'm still not convinced that uh, there's a team that needs to get into the Phil Kessel business next yeah, year. Needs probably the wrong word. Or that Kessel needs to get into the uh, NHL business. We talked about it the other night. This is the real fascinating one. He's Phil. He's doing everything on his terms. If there was a guy that would walk away 20 games before he sets the Ironman mark or whatever it is, he'd be like, yeah, I don't care. And doesn't there I was tired. I didn't want to get up and work out all summer. <laughs> if there's a guy that would be, I mean, there's some pride in it, obviously. But the whole Ironman thing. It's like, geez, Phil, you've, you've, you've not missed games. Did you, did you realize that? Oh, yeah. Well, whatever. Yeah, I felt a, like crap that one morning in Columbus, but yeah, I played them all. No, of course, he was, played the one game this year where he was having a kid, goes, plays a shift, gets onto the the, P, the PJ, flies back home to be there for the birth of his child. He's a good, good dad, right? Good father. So I don't know if he cares about that sort of thing. Anyway, the point being, watching Phil do his crossovers and wheel around, don't know uh, how impactful he was on the, on the evening, but he's... Uh, 13 minutes and 24 seconds and two shots of Phil Kessel. Will that be uh, Will that be it? I mean, he probably plays, I guess. It's easy money. Uh, and here's an article out of Vancouver. Uh, Canucks looking for spectator who tossed hot dog at Phil Kessel. There's nice. video. I saw that. Uh, the Canucks are searching for a fan who threw a hot dog at Coyotes forward Phil Kessel at a recent game. Yes, you read that correctly. In a since-deleted TikTok, a fan appears to buy a hot dog and then direct it at Kessel during last week's Coyotes-Canucks game at Rogers Arena. Jeez, uh, like, why? I think we know why. Come on, guys. Legend of the hot dog. I oh, mean, yeah. give Phil credit. He filled the Stanley Cup with hot dogs. Like, he 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 understands the joke, and he's cool with it because he's got jewelry, and that dopey journalist made up that story anyway. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's what it, uh, I think if the story out of Toronto about him eating hot dogs from a hot dog cart and, and what a sin that is, by the way. Uh, but for him eating hot dogs, it then became a story. If, if Simmons hadn't written the article or hadn't made the point yeah. of him eating hot dogs, I don't think he's putting hot dogs in the cup. And the only thing better than the Simmons article about him eating hot dogs on the way to work is that apparently he walked like six kilometers to do it or the writer was fabricating it. So you tell me what's more likely. Do you think he was following him on foot, like stealthily in the... No, I, I think it was pretty much a hit piece from a hack. That's what I think. Yeah, it could be. And of all the things, all the evil doings that there are in the world, to go and eat hot dogs, how dare we? You know? Oh, did he, uh, was, he was he thrown in jail? No. Was he out with, the, with get into a fight with a cop? No. Did he uh, turn afoul of the law? No. Drunk tank? No, no. Cocaine? Drugs? No, heroin? No, God, no. No, no. What did he do? Well, he went and, you wouldn't believe it, went to a hot dog cart and ate. Hot dogs. 
Uh, here's his time in Toronto that was much maligned. 30 goals, 32 goals, 37 goals, 20 in a 48-game season. That's real good. Mm-hmm. 37, 25, 26. Come on, guys. <laughs> and it was like, is it his fault? There's no talent around him? He's being the best Phil Kessel he can be here, people. He was an all-star. Three, the, three years there. I like Phil Kessel. Love Phil Kessel. Yeah. Uh... What's happened to our uh, cable box there? Oh, she's tired. Did they get us the golf network? Hang on. No. Our standard definition uh, cable box is uh, just hanging from the uh, from the rafters in here. Well, figurative, figuratively and uh, literally uh, falling apart in here. Yeah. Who knew? Hmm. So the Flames win by a score of 9-1, to one, a point night. It was it, it was one of those. I mean, we were both there. It was kind of one of those surreal games to be at, where it just they score again and again and again and again. And mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. one point, because Lindholm made it what six six to one, and they were done celebrating goals already. No more flybys on the bench. No well, more. Well, it was the sixth in a period, so okay, point okay, was made. Maybe just kind of take this and. That was a jovial place to be for a while there. It was. And now you've got Gaudreau four goals away from 40. Kachuk and Lindholm one away from 40. Look out. 39 for Elias Lindholm. Kind of lost in all of it, and rightfully so. Gaudreau is at its points and all of that. 39. And so he's probably going to get heavy consideration for that award that's supposed to be for defense but goes to defensive players that have good offensive yeah, seasons. That's right. Look yeah. at all that goal total. You got to give it to him. Yeah. Like what? I thought it was for defense. Very good defender. So they were not great in the first. They were down one nothing turning pucks over. Oh. They do turn it around. It was a it was a you know, kind of a weird one of those games. Uh when you're playing one of the worst teams in the league, these sorts of things happen. Daryl Sutter asked afterwards, uh, what about that uh, opening 20? Are you uh, I want Markstrom to get sharp first and foremost, right? Get a whole game under his belt and don't put a whole lot in the first period or any or any of the rest of it, quite honest. It was about winning the game. Didn't really care about the game. We talked about it. Like, what are the takeaways when they, they treated Vegas like powder puffs and got rolled on Thursday and then played for just 40 minutes and win 9-1 on Saturday? I mean, really, it's one down. Hopefully nobody got hurt. You're one game closer to the postseason beginning and the magic number drops by one. Two, I guess. If well, one. I, I ask them. Pat. I have no. Yeah, it's one clue. Um. So it, yeah, what what are you going to? And now it becomes the changing. We'll talk about it uh, as we get into the show and throughout the week. Now, the goal setting moving forward, and what is it all about? And how do you? Who's how many man games? Who's playing? Who's not? What do you need to see? What do you need? All we'll get into all of that. Yeah, and then I think the real fascinating one will be they clearly know they're going to win the division. Daryl would love that Y to be by their name in the standings already. It is not. Um, and what's the perfect amount of work for Jacob Markstrom in the final seven games? Because that's what matters most here. In, in a tournament where crazy things happen all the time and the biggest factor is a goalie getting hot, big-name goalies, no-name goalies, high-paid goalies, used to be in the minors goalies, uh, how do you get Markstrom at his best for May 2nd or 3rd or whenever the playoffs will open at the Saddle Dome. Johnny Gaudreau was asked, uh, well, we'll wait. Just hang on. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. start mm-hmm. here. We'll just start. Did it you back there? What's... No, I just don't want to, you know. Come on. Got a three-hour show here. 
We don't need to talk about. We got seven games. CERN. Seven games over the next two weeks to talk about. Yeah, but what about the playoffs? That's what that's what we have to try and somehow stomach for us well, as the hosts and the listeners. The good news is there's three games that I think will be fascinating. You got two left with Nashville, who they could face. And all of a sudden, one with Na- uh, Dallas, who they very likely will face. All of a sudden, the standings leaning towards the Stars, not the Predators, for a Flames first-round matchup. Right. Which I don't know. Um, I, I I would put them in the same pile in terms of good teams, not easy outs, but also not Colorado, not Florida, not Carolina. Yeah. So there's probably a bit of a split if you ask the fan base. Maybe even if you asked coaches, management, players who they'd rather face, but it's going to be one of those two teams. And today, rather than Thursday morning, it looks much more like Dallas and a lot less like Nashville. I guess that's the one thing we didn't... It's been that kind of year where we didn't even mention, I suppose, that they did clinch a playoff spot. Well, it was obvious. You kind of knew it, but here you are with a couple of weeks to go. They have clinched a playoff spot. And as Daryl would very quickly tell you mm-hmm. no one in the media saw this one coming. You said none of us in this room would have said you guys would be clinching Because you didn't. <laughs> I'm an Alberta boy. Right? The day after the day of expansion, I was like, oh, what are you going to do now? Or what are they going to do? It's great here. What are you going to do? Set goals, right? That's what you got to do. Not external goals, internal goals. Very simple. The goals that were set were not realistic until this summer. Ah, we kind of called them they could be Islanders West. We didn't think they'd look like this. We thought they could get in, but it would have to be Barry Trotz, defense first, winning 2-1. But we also didn't think that was a sure thing, that there was I mean, a lot of things that have to go right for them to do that. If Big D's looking for people to eat crow, I mean, I guess I'll, I'll eat crow. No, I, didn't, I did not see you clinching a playoff spot with God, two no. weeks to go and... Uh, Running away with the Pacific, who we all thought Vegas would be, yeah. you know... I also did not see Vegas losing, so wow. if I have to eat crow on that one too. No, but at least there's a good explanation for it. And if you look at the the caliber of player and the number of games lost to injury, they've got to be the hardest hit team in the NHL. And we're watching them try to figure out how to play Robin Lehner while he's not 100% down the stretch. Like That team has dealt with more on the injury side than maybe any other contender in the NHL. Certainly, I think it would be contenders. Like Jersey's down to their sixth goalie at times this year. That sucks, but... Like Vegas, you look at Stone missed time, Pacioretty missed time, uh, even on the back end, Martinez missed a bunch, Riley Smith's now out, Jack Eichel had to wait to get healthy, now you traded for that guy, but still. Tuck was injured before that. Theodore missed time, White Cloud missed time, like on and on it goes. If you're a big name player, you missed time this year for Vegas. Yeah. I'll tell you what, if you gave me my druthers, Mm. who do you want, Nashville, Dallas, or Vegas? Not Vegas. I'm putting Vegas at the bottom of those. Yeah, I'll definitely take not Vegas for yeah. 400, Alex. Yeah. But, oh, you know what? Hey, you, you want to come out and do what you've, what you've done, which is clinch a playoff spot, be very impressive. The, the, the league has been talking about your team for good reason for months, not days, months. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you can. Uh, There's not anybody in this room that would have said that six months ago. I mean, if that's. Enjoy it. You're not wrong. Well, and it's, it's, it's also it's us against the world. That's what he's building. He's going to tell us that they're going to be underdogs no matter who they're playing in round one. We know that. 
they're a one seed going up against a wild card, and he'll he'll with a straight face tell us that this team's won nothing. Everyone says this group can't win. We're underdogs. We know he's going to say that of one hundred percent. And like especially especially if you get to round two and you face an Edmonton or a Vegas. Now now it's us against the world. Yeah, which made sense in 04 when you finished what sixth in the West and had a bunch of lunch pail muckers again on a goalie. He brought it up, was it last week or two weeks ago, talking about the we're going to be underdogs because we, you go back to 18, 19, and we weren't mm-hmm. as good as we thought they weren't, they weren't as good as they thought they were. And uh, we haven't, a lot of guys here haven't played playoff hockey. They've gotten a handful of games experience. They're not battle tested, that whole thing. Yeah, no question about it. Well, and that's, that's how he's always motivated his group. They won the cup in LA as an eight seed and a six seed. Right, they were never the hey. We we just steamrolled through the division. Everything comes through our house. That's never been the way his teams have rolled. No, they they sure it, the one year once they got in they steamrolled. But to your point, they were not the the odds-on favorite. And hey, I don't know if it has any direct like. Is there a direct connection between this bulletin board material? Us against the world, convincing his team. Does it have an actual effect on how the team plays? I don't know. But if it, but we it know. makes Daryl happy and it makes Daryl get into that mindset, that battle mindset, then good on you. Yeah, and, and Daryl doesn't view his media interactions as a time to really be transparent and open up and tell people how he feels about the game. He uses it as how to send messages, and it works well for him. This was uh, Daryl talking about clinching the playoff spot with – Plenty of breathing room. All I got to say is friggin' it should be, I mean, we're two weeks, we made the playoffs, two weeks left in the season. Our goal is to make the playoffs and to get, to get home ice is awesome. Give the players lots of credit. That's all that matters. And continued on in terms of, because he was asked, leading up to this, you had said over and over again, we've, we haven't accomplished anything. Our goal is the playoffs, nothing. All these points for individual players, none of this matters. It's window dressing. Get to the playoffs. Now that you're in, are you, uh, are you, are you willing, are you happy to give credit where it's due? Absolutely. It's really difficult to make the playoffs. There's only half the teams in the league do it. You have to set goals for how do you achieve that. And very simply, you do it by we've been pissed off lately. It's because of too many goals against or penalties or penalty counts, stuff like that. So you have to do that. Everything we said, we wanted to be top five, top ten. And those are realistic, either conference or league goals against, save percentage, power play, penalty killing. And then the biggest one that players told me last summer, right out of their mouths, was they wanted to be a more professional team at home. Their home record is exemplary. Over the long haul, you'll say that they're in the top five or ten. They deserve to be a playoff team. Yeah. Well said. I'm curious about the, because he's brought that up before, about the player exit meetings from last year. Mm. The home, we want to be more professional. The way things were being done at home, they wanted change. And he wouldn't elaborate his on ice, off ice, what's the, mm. right? But there's something to it. No, it's become a fortress. And remember, they still played so many on the road to begin with. And then those postponed games, a lot of them happened to be home games when they were supposed to be at home over Christmas against, you know, the Geo return, Winnipeg on New Year's Eve, uh, Toronto yeah. over the holidays. Like, all those got wiped out, and they were back on the road when they did get healthy, down to Florida and Carolina where they got the wheels beat off them. 
but we wondered, could they really become a great home ice team, but give Daryl credit, like a lot of his other goals, they've gone and done it. And what's wild is you look at the home record, and it is exemplary. They were at what it was four, four, and four. Yeah. Right? At one point, yeah. Their record now 23, 9, and 7. Careful with small samples, huh? It wasn't like they were bad, those the four, four, and four out of no. the gate either. They should have beat Anaheim in their first home game of the year and somehow lost it, I think, in yeah. overtime of the shootout. They stomped Anaheim. Yeah, overtime was a couple other... to Dallas and, uh, and Anaheim. But for sure, to then have turned things around. And I don't know, I wouldn't have guessed. They, because remember, they, they were in that spot where, man, they were fatigued before the COVID break. So many, so many games in a short amount of time. And that was even before the compressed schedule after they had to make up games. Mm-hmm. And then they get to January and you look at that run of games after, like you said, and I mean, they lost six to two to Florida. I think you need to go back and look at those games, right? Like Carolina six to three, Tampa Bay four to one. I think the shots are like fifteen one in that Carolina game or something hilarious like that, and they were only up one nothing. I think it was like a really great start, and then third game in four nights in three different cities kicked yeah. in. Goalie wasn't great. It was back to back on the road for Vladar there. Yeah, Markstrom was dealing with a little something. Then they came home. They lost to Ottawa on home ice. It's like eesh. Now four in a row. We're and then it here. was. Those guys are out full force at that point. Four in a row, goodness. The season's over, guys. Pack it up. Bring in the garbage bags. Clear out your lockers. You may as well head home now. This team in first place has lost four in a row. Cancel the season. Not us, though. Not us, though. Uh, Then it was uh, a win against Florida. They lost to Edmonton, but then they... You talk about beating the brakes off of somebody. 7-1 against the Blues. 6-0 against Columbus. Two of the and most that stretch lopsided. Sucked. right? Because like that was the half-full, no-booze dome, and those were all big wins. You think about Florida was first place in the NHL when they rolled in. That place would have been hopping. And instead, <laughs> it was zombies and no lines for washrooms and no one nowhere to go at the intermissions. It was like dead zone. See, I don't remember it as that. I, went, I took I know, my, uh... my Aussie father-in-law to the game, and he was like, Oh, this is all right. And I'm like, no, this is awful. Like, normally this place is upside down if you're beating the first place team in the league, like 5-2. Yeah. Oh. And then uh, and then they got her going. Amazing home record for sure. 23-9-7. and seven. The other thing to remember, you talked about the compressed schedule. Do you remember when they had seven games in hand on the Anaheim Ducks? Well, I remember it was a ton. I didn't. I don't remember. I remember exact, seven yeah, yeah. because it was like if they played every other day, it was two weeks worth of hockey that they had to make up over the duration of the season. Their season wasn't going to end later than Anaheim's, but somehow, some way, they would have to play two weeks more of hockey between that point and the end of the regular season. It's wild. And you still you look at I, I marvel at it. Looking. Flames uh, at the Flames website, you go to the schedule, you look at that month of March, you just, to see it visually on the screen on paper, how many games that is in the month of March. Yeah, they played what? 13, first 13 days of March, they played eight games? They played on the first, they played on the 31st, home games galore, just four games on the road, all All of the one-offs, yeah. The end of the day, what do you know about them? You know that they made the postseason. They're uh, again likely to win the division. And likely, you sit, come on. And then you sit and wait <laughs> to see who your opponent is. They're a virtual lock to win the division. We know that. Tonight, magic numbers from Pat. Come on, Dean. Yeah, I know it's. Uh, well, let's hear from Pat. Did Pat have anything? Uh, 
Let's see what he had. Was here. he back? Did he put anything in the folder? Um, Tonight it's the Bears at the Packers. Oh, no, no. Okay, so we'll uh, we'll hear from Stephen Brunt in hour number two. The uh, the Blue Jays, Alec Manoa, a gem, and Hyunjin Ryu mm. to the DL. Yeah, which is hopefully a good reason for why he's been horseshoed. David Amber in hour three. We'll get the uh, the Eastern perspective. Austin Matthews did not play last night. So no, UBI. No goals for Austin. Despite not playing, I thought maybe he'd find a way. Some of the greats do find a way to in the toughest to circumstances. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll talk to David coming up in hour number three. The Pinder Report coming up. Sportsnet 960, The Fan. You're locked on Boomer in the morning. Sportsnet 960, The Fan. You know what we're doing? We are huh? shifting gears. That's what we're doing. We're pivoting. We're changing things up. You know, this show uh, proudly sponsored. Wait for it. Oh. Boomer in the morning, proudly sponsored by Sundry Golf Club. Oh, <laughs> Sundry. Yeah, that's yes. right. Yes. We've, we, uh, Gray Wolf is booked for the rest of the summer. We got it all booked <laughs> is up. Is it no, fully? No tea times left. Uh, careful. I'm just joking, guys. There's tee times left. GreyWolfGolf.com. Go check it out. But there are other golf courses in the world. And under the Totem Golf umbrella. One of them, Sundry Golf Club. Mm. Each hole tailor-made, providing unique characteristics that offer challenges to any golfer. That's right, Dean. Maybe you want to uh, book your company golf uh, tournament. Oh. Maybe you just want a relaxing round outside of the city. Sundry Golf Club, going to deliver for you. Opening for the season, April 22nd. Wow. And that's just four days away. It is. Hello. That's right. Watch that second hole, Dino. Okay. That par three, a lot of length. Uh, book your tee time today at sundrygolf.com. Says here, Sunder Golf. I'm guessing it's Sundry Golf. Sunder. Hmm. Uh, my, my round might go asunder. <gasps> sundrygolf.com book it book it and you know weather permitting uh we've had snow in the last week so i don't know i'm uh, what is it going to look like on the 22nd i can't tell it's you it's going to be sure. perfect just book it i just think book it and hope for the best get the cart and then book another one and load then book it up it. right book it once don't forget your clubs once twice a week just start booking let's go book, book, book. Is it like a like a massage, you know, if you have coverage through your work? Can you get your golf written off? Ooh, that's going to be tricky. Unless Does the golf pro really... have one of those numbers? You know, he's like, uh, I, it's, I know uh, my brother can write off his clubs if he needs to for uh, work expenses because it's a health spending account. See, that's the thing. You need that health spending account, Dino. Wow. Because I just, I know you watching you golf, nothing puts you in a better state of mind and relieves stress no, right. and, yeah. and sets you up in a position to be better at work the next day, like going out and golfing 11 to 13 holes. Oh, you know what, though? Bitching the whole time. I'm a different guy now. Are you? I'm a different guy. <laughs> okay. You know, things that I used to care about, I don't care about anymore. I mean, what's what are we what are we doing, right? Just go out and if you're done golfing after 13, just stop golfing. Just keep driving around. Then by, by 16, you want you know, I might play this one. Then play it. Sure, yeah. Hey, this looks like fun. I'm going to hit this tee shot. Yeah. I don't care. Shouldn't have done that. Go ahead. Um, it's time for the Pinder Report. Brought uh-huh. to you by MotorWorks. Exceeding all expectations, BMW repairs and service in a state-of-the-art facility. They'll meet and beat all competitor quotes. 51st Ave, 3rd Street Southeast. Ryan Pinder. Ryan Pinder. Ryan Pinder. 
You see it, you realize what you've done again. If we want to be out by the top of the clock, I literally have 12 minutes for the pin to report on a Monday morning. Dude, it's 6.41. Yeah, so we got a seven-minute break at the top of the clock. Like, just understand that I'm going to screw this all up, and I have to apologize to Brunt like I do twice a week again. I think it's you throwing me under the bus every week. That's how that well, goes. That's a bit of both. All I mean, right. If you're going to be honest. Well, would you start, get going? Let's then? talk about the Calgary Flames, Dean. In action tonight. But before we turn our eyes to this two-game roadie, let's look back at Saturday's tilts against the the Yotes. The Yotes. Uh, Flames are hoping for a better effort than what they treated fans to on Thursday against Vegas because puke in my mouth, that wasn't good. You were there. Yeah. With puke was, in your mouth. You know what? If, if there's a... Game to puke in your mouth, maybe? No. Hmm. Trying to find a silver lining there. Don't know that there is one. Uh, it didn't seem to uh, sway them from not having a great first period, though. They allow a goal in the first shot of the game. They were do a talking to after 20 minutes. A rather sloppy, disinterested effort in the opening frame. Then was followed by another Saturday night shirt kicking. Dubé back in. Dubé shoots and scores! Forward, take it free, and center by Japati scores. Pedro centers Kachuk scores. Comes free for Dubé, who dangles in and scores. Four goals in the first three minutes and eleven seconds of the second period, and now lead the Coyotes four to one. Coleman in shoots and scores. Zadorov to Lindholm, he scores. Near circle, Gaudreau shoots and scores! <laughs> to Lindholm, he centers, Kachuk scores! Here comes Gaudreau, and off the right wing side, he shoots and scores! <laughs> nine unanswered goals for the Flames, who take a 9-1 to lead. Other than that, not much going on nine at the Dome. Times. Yeah. Nine times. Nine times. It's a lot, Dean. It is, yeah. And I guess if you can only show up for 40 minutes and win 9-1, you tip your cap. That's a good hockey team, and that's the other side, probably not a good hockey team. Holy. And ah. kudos to Harry Terry for his efforts in that 9-1 win. Yeah, I didn't see him in the three stars, although I did think he was a huge factor for the Flames. He really be was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the three-game homestands finishes with a mark of 2-1, and one, but... Eh, not really good against Seattle, awful against Vegas, and only 40 minutes against the Yotes. And lots of oars, as you heard. They put up another. That's the second Saturday in, what, a month? They put up a nine spot? Place was jumping again. Seven to go in the season. Here's Daryl. I don't really care about the game. All I got to say is friggin' it should be. I mean, we're two weeks. We made the playoffs. Two weeks left in the season. Our goal is to make the playoffs and to get to get home ice is awesome. Give give the players lots of credit. That's all that matters. There's not anybody in this room that would have said that six months ago. What about you, Daryl? You're in the room. I kid. They've been great. He's going to win the Jack Adams. He's been awesome. Uh, tonight, it's the Hawks in Chicago. First of a back-to-back on the road. This was rescheduled from back in December when uh, the Flames found COVID ripping through their locker room and they never got off the tarmac at YYC. Uh, tomorrow, Nashville. Clearly one opponent superior to the other. Chicago's sixth from the bottom of the entire NHL. And Nashville sitting in wild card two, which would have them slated to line up against Colorado in round one. Because it's going to be a waste of eight days. Oh. They don't want to finish 
in wild card. You don't want Colorado. Two. You don't yeah. want it. Jet fuel. Get your butt kicked. Eight waste days. of eight days. Yeah. Don't even get paid for it, Dean. Doesn't seem fair. No, they'll probably be motivated tomorrow night then, won't they? Uh, we'll see how Daryl uses his 14 forwards, 8D, and 2 goalies. It is a chance to get everyone in if you want to. It's a back-to-back, right? You get a Ryan Carpenter in. You can yeah. get a Brett Ritchie in. You can see a little Mackie or Stone at some point. He and we could just, We'll talk about it later, but does want to see there's some individuals that he wants to see playing better. Mm. That's okay. the focus for the next seven games. Uh, let's keep moving then. NHL yesterday, Florida and Detroit. Uh, Panthers not having any trouble getting up for games down the stretch. You notice that? Here's Barkov heading back in, shorthanded for the Panthers. Barkov, he'll drop it big, a shot, and they score, and it's Anton Lundell. A picture-perfect drop pass from Barkov, who had cider all over him. 12-1 and one are the Panteros since the trade for Claude Giroux. Oof. And uh, did you ever wonder what the Barkov to Lundell would sound like in Finnish? Because both those Finnish guys coming in on constantly, a two. Constantly. I constantly Well, here it is. Yeah. <laughs> Anton Lundell 6-0. Katsokaa tuota Sassa Barkovi sairasta peliä. That's what it sounds like in Finnish. Is that what it was? Yeah. yeah he's laughing at him. Was that Our Lady Peace? Ahi, 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 I mean, he's tone deaf, cool. but it's close. <laughs> That's the one, yeah. Rain Maida? Is that who was yeah. doing the call? Yeah, what a boy, yeah, Rain. Is he married to some uh, singing band, Chantel too? Chantel Crevier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're a I love that song. I love that too. Oh, can con for you. You're it welcome, guys. You're yeah. welcome. Six one the final there. Superman's let's, dead. Let's go to Philadelphia where the Flyers absolutely suck and the Sabres are rolling, Dean. Net empty for the Flyers. Connecting gets it back again with some of the shot. And the Sabres with an empty net. Skinner can't get it out. Thompson's got an empty cage. Buries it. 5-3 Sabres. Don't often deliver empty net goals, but it was Tage Thompson's second of the game. You see what his total is this year? 36. Are you kidding me? Tage Thompson. Whew. Leading them right to the play. No. Nope. Play in? Bottom five. Nope. Mm. They're not bottom five. You just told me that earlier. Oh, they bottom, bottom six, seven. No, because Chicago's six. Oh. Yeah, they're, they're. I, but hey, feels good for the Sabres. Have a nice little run here when things don't matter, hey? It's like Joe Colburn getting to 19 five years ago. Tucked four in behind Felix Sandstrom. Who? That's right. <laughs> okay. Uh, Sabres win that one. Let's go to Minnesota where Kevin Fiala tied the game midway through the third against the Sharks. And we needed overtime, Dean. Now Spurgeon to Fiala, swerving, waiting. He's got a late. Took a shot. He How about that? Fiala is on an absolute heater. Yeah. One goal, three helpers last night. 12 points Ooh. in his last six games. Jeez, settle down, Kevin. And the Wild are no fun. The only team less fun right now might be St. Louis, who we'll talk about. But 4-0-1 in their last five. Yeah. 
points in 16 of 17. We'll get to that Central Division matchup oh. in a moment because it will be Minnesota and St. Louis playing each other, but home ice is very much swinging in the balance. So Minnesota gets a win in overtime. Let's go to Nashville where the Blues were on the road. Skeets up the left wing with Kairu, two on one. Barbashev to Kairu. He shoots. He scores! He fumbled on the shot, and Riddick let it go through his leg. Oh and the Blues get it right back. It's 8-2 to two, St. Louis. I hate to give Oiler fans credit, but that stick flip after the shootout in Edmonton you broke ruined him. Dave and Rip. David. Big Save yeah. is now just Big Siv. He's broken. Big Siv, Dave. Can't believe it. <laughs> Uh, Callie Rosen also had a pair. That was Kairou's second. And Shen netted two as well. Nice when you have three guys with two goal games. Feels like a Saturday in Calgary. Uh, did you mention they had it was seven second period goals? Uh, that's an 8-3 final. That's yeah. one more second period goal than the Flames even scored on the weekend. Wow. Do you want a quick number? Yeah, please. Nine straight wins. Nine. 11-0-1 in their last 12 games. And in all 12, they have scored four or more goals. You're talking about St. Louis. Yes. That's the longest since Pittsburgh. They went, Jeez. I believe, uh, 15 games straight with four or more in 92-93. That's way back. And that's Lemieux, Yager, Francis. Are you kidding me? Robert Thomas, 25 points in a 13-game point streak. Smooth. Everyone is uh, Walker. He's got eight. Your boy. Walker, Texas Ranger? That's what are you right. talking about? No, they're a problem. <laughs> they are a problem right now. Uh, yeah, and the good news for the Calgary Flames, if you see St. Louis, that means you're in the conference uh, finals. You don't want to see him before then, and you'd love to see him if you do get that far because it means it's not Colorado either. Okay, Islanders, Toronto. No Austin Matthews. He's got a UBI. Is that like a UTI or? Well, the UBI, that was kind of the thing. Remember if you had a lower body injury. Oh, yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah, a, yeah. like a, a lazy cycle, little pedal thing. Cycle yeah. pedals for your arms. Yeah. Didn't play. Didn't matter. The chant in New York was, we don't need him. We don't need him. Well, guess what? You might need someone like that as an empty net goal by Camp will send the Islanders to the golf course. Oh, you tell him, Joe Bowen. Jesus, Joe. Joe is... Joe. That's very Jack Edwards of you, Joe. Come on, Joe. Holy. He didn't deserve that. Oh, they loved Tavares, and he left for his jammies. Of course they were going to be upset, Joe. They're Islanders fans. They're salty. They haven't had a rink for two decades. Jeez. You tell him, Joe. 50th win of the year. Now, was the, he doing uh, that on the Islanders broadcast? Because it felt like he was talking no, Islanders I think fans. I was, no, I think it was That least, was the least yeah, radio? Yeah, okay. Uh, Columbus Anaheim. Transition. Here's Grant. He has Zegris with him. Score! Trevor Zegris! Anaheim has the lead again! Trevor Zegris is fun at hockey. That doesn't sound like that sentence makes sense, but I think that's the best way to describe. Yeah, he's good at it and has fun doing it. There's no doubt about it. How about Troy Terry? How about Terry? How about Troy, it up, Terry? Troy Terry's got 36 goals. Yeah, I felt like he had 30 a month ago, though. Most uh, <laughs> since Corey Perry put up 43 wow. for the Anaheim Ducks back in 13-14. 43 is a lot of goals, dude. It's a lot of goals. Okay, uh, the interesting races in the standings are, well, the whole Metro, as the Rangers in Carolina are now tied for top spot. Carolina has the tiebreak. Row, reg wins, all that. But do they have a starting goaltender? It's a good question. Freddie Anderson left with injury on the weekend. Uh, other good matchups, it's that St. Louis-Minnesota race for second. In the Atlantic, who's going to get third? Is it Tampa or Boston? And, of course, we're watching Vegas trying to reel in the Kings for the three in the Pacific, and it's Nashville and Dallas jockeying for wildcard one 
versus Wild Card 2. If the playoffs started tonight, Dean, Florida-Washington, you like goals? You like goals? Yes, yeah, sorry. Uh, Toronto-Tampa Bay, you like the Leafs losing in round one? Yes, yes, okay. I do. Uh, Carolina-Boston. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Rangers-El Penguino. Yes. Crosby on Broadway? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Colorado, Nashville. It's a waste of eight days in judgment. Yeah, sorry. Uh, Minnesota, St. Louis, all please seven and give us overtime. I'm greedy. I want it all. The series is going to be amazing. Maybe the, the meanest, toughest, hardest hitting series we'll see. Calgary would face Dallas, and it'll be the Oilers against the Kings, although we noted Vegas trying to put a push on here. Vegas is going to be a problem if they get in here. They uh, have a game in hand, three back. So if they win their game in hand, they're one back. They need L.A. to stumble. The Kings control their own destiny. They do not play a team that will make the playoffs in their final, what, five games? Vegas 7-2-1 and one in their last 10. The Kings have won four of their fi- of their last 10. Mm, let's see. Tougher schedule for, they're sp- for Vegas. Sputtering. Who went back-to-back Logan Thompson? Oh, dear. Uh, tonight, here's the slate. Washington, Colorado. Get some beers. Get some whatever. And... <laughs> Carolina, Arizona. El Nino is Spanish for the Nino. That's correct. Uh, Devils and Knights. The Devils! <laughs> no, not the Knights who say knee. Uh, Ottawa, Seattle. Here's a nice piece of <laughs> shit. Come on. <laughs> That's going to be an awful game. <laughs> hey, you're one of the lucky 20,000 fans who got season tickets to the crack and give us a billion dollars and watch this team Come circle on, the toilet bowl. Maddie Beneers. That uh, is true. Maddie's Brady Kachuk. Yeah. Yeah, you got some fun young players. Okay, there. fine. Maybe it's back. not a piece of whatever he said there. Uh, Dallas, Vancouver. Good night, Brian. Yeah, it's over, Canucks fans. Sorry. Yeah. Should have traded JT Miller. Yeah, they can still do that next year or this summer. 8.30 on Sportsnet 1 for Dallas, Vancouver, and, of course, uh, the moving pitchers, the Flames on Sportsnet West 6. News of the baseball variety. Let's go to the majors. <laughs> Jay's rubber match of a three-game set with the Athletics at the Rogers Center. Did you ever think they should rename themselves the Oakland Analytics? <laughs> no. <laughs> Surprisingly, I've never thought of that. Oh, my God. All right, it's firm but fair. Uh, Manchild Alec Manoa on the bump for the Jays. Got some run support early. The 2-2. Aspinall lines it to the gap in left center field. Down for a base hit. Collins turns the corner at third. He's in to score. 2-0 Toronto. Now more in the bottom of the third. The 1-1 pitch. Chapman lines it towards the middle and through. A base hit. Gurriel is trucking towards the plate. He will score on an RBI single from Matt Chapman. Watch him out, Ben. 3-0 Toronto here in the third. Yeah, so it was best shape of his life, Espinal, in the second inning, and then against his old team, Chapman, in the third. Manoa finishes with six Ks and just two earned runs through six innings, looking like the ace of the staff very early. Bullpen gave him four innings and just one run earned. Romano gets the save with three catches in the outfield. Love to see a little more swing and miss there, but he's now converted 29 straight saves, so I probably shouldn't be picky. That's a franchise record. Duh. Jay's now 6-4 and four on the season off day today. In Boston to open a three-game set tomorrow. You say Kikuchi. I say Kikuchi as well. He'll be starting for the visitors. After the game, bad news for Hyunjin Ryu. Off to the 10-day DL with left forearm tightness. Well, it's a lot of wear and tear after that. What, one start? Uh, two 
but really through the number of pitches you should have in one start. Yeah. It was not ideal. And some tough news before the game yesterday, boys, as Sportsnet legend and former Blue Jay Buck Martinez announced he'll be leaving the broadcast booth uh, for the short term and hopefully just the short term to deal with a fight against cancer. He's hoping he can be back for a pennant race in the fall and addressed fans ahead of the broadcast. We're all wishing him well in his battle. He's been incredibly kind with his time on this station and any interactions I've had with him at spring training. He's an incredibly passionate and talented human being and has made one of the greatest plays in baseball history as well. If you haven't watched that, it may turn your stomach, but it's unbelievable. A man with a broken leg turning yeah. a double play. When he said on the broadcast, he's uh, going to take some time, be back for the pennant race, and uh, damn right, here's hoping. Yeah, would love to hear that and see that happen. Uh, ball today on Sportsnet, even though the Jays are off, get up, uh, set the coffee alarm. Uh, 9 a.m., Twins, Red Sox. Okay, what do you want me to do? 9 a.m. game. Get up to Twins, set the alarm? Well, you got the coffee alarm. They counterintuitive. The coffee machine has an alarm. Set it before you, set you go to it sleep for eight fifty, and then the coffee ready at nine. I don't want to get up and set, set it and it. forget it. Uh, also, you can catch the Rays and the Cubs five thirty on Sportsnet now. NBA, we have playoff action, Dean. Round one underway on the weekend. Raptors in action tonight. They're looking to bounce back from their ugly game one loss, but they're probably going to be shorthanded. Rookie of the Year candidate Scotty Barnes doubtful after spraining his ankle oh, in Game 1. Thad Young might not go. And another human that plays for the Raptors might be hurt as well. Patty, what's going on here? Raptors, uh... They're awful in Game 1s in history. There you go. See? Don't worry about it. it. Uh, yeah, 76ers uh, favored by 7.5. Terrence Trent Darby. Oh. May, he's doubtful. TTD. That's right. Hmm. What about uh, Billy Ray Cyrus? Is he able to go? Also, I know, so I'm game time. The knee taped up there. Yeah. Uh, yesterday, all four home teams won. That would be the Heat, the Celtics, the Bucks, and the Suns. I know you were worried about that. Uh, other action tonight, it'll be Utah at Dallas. Jazz lead that series. Uh, Luka Doncic might not be able to go. Calf strain. They're n- good if he's not in. And Denver Golden State, uh, Warriors lead that series one game tonight. Calgary Hitman, let's go there, Dino, as they wrapped their season yesterday at the Scotiabank Saddledome with my Lugan idiot children banging the glass, oh. spilling drinks all over the place. Where would they get that? Pouring from? popcorn on their head and basically turning the entire section into a ball of grease. Needed overtime against the Hurricanes. Behind the net area, centered at Thacker, scores! Alex Thacker, 19 seconds into overtime. Hurricanes off the bench in jubilation. They've got a 3-2 overtime win. Yeah, and the Hitmen say goodbye to 20-year-olds Blake Stevenson, Blake Allen, and Kale Zimmerman. Good work again. Yeah, Best of luck moving forward. How about this? Uh, his Regina Pats club misses the playoffs, but Connor Bedard finished his 16-year-old season, Dean. 51 goals, 100 points. That's a record in the WHL. Youngest player to hit the 50-goal plateau. Whew. And there have been some decent WHLers. I think there's been a few, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Uh, PGA Tour will go there. Jordan Spieth uh, buried the 72nd hole, then won in a playoff of the RBC Heritage at Hilton Head. It's uh, his 13th career win. He beat Cantley, the world's number six player in the playoff. Corey Connors, another solid result. T12, one of three Canadians in the top 30. Finally, Calvary FC faced the rivals from Hamilton on the weekend. Let's have a listen. Moosey, acrobatic, wide open finish. Oh, they call him the Fox in the Box for a reason. Joe Mason on cleanup duty. He equals the match. That is a Joe Mason goal if I've ever seen one. 
you know, the Fox in the Box, that made it 1-1. It would be a 2-2 draw when all was said and done with uh, Stupid Forge scoring in the 90th minute. Fox and Socks. Uh, socks eat locks? Hmm. Uh, Cavs will play York on Friday in the GTA. The Where's GTA? What is it? Uh, the, I'm not sure. What is it? Lost Brunt in a moment. Yeah. Uh, their home opener, May 1st, 3.30 Sunday afternoon at Cofield of Spruce Meadows. Can't wait. That's your pin report. Brought to you by MotorWorks. Exceeding all expectations. BMW repairs and service in a state-of-the-art facility. They'll meet and beat all competitor quotes. 51st Ave, 3rd Street, Southeast. Stephen Brunt, coming up. Sportsnet 960, The Fan.